Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Forest Podcast, the podcast for you. And for us. I'm excited about today's episode. Me too, because I am almost off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? We might, we may or may not have a special guest in this episode. We may or may not. Don't start scrolling. Don't start doing nothing. May or may not. May or may not. Who knows? How you feeling today? How are you feeling today? I feel pretty good. You know, just... uh I don't even know. Did you have a good day? Be honest. Because uh, the past two days you've been in a slump. <laughs> today was an all right day. Today was a better day. Why it's not that I've been in a slump. I just been I just been wanting to work and get some creative juices flowing and stuff. And sometimes you feel like you're at a halt. And mm-hmm. I'm just trying to just prep for baby to get here too. So we've been in grind mode. Yeah, you kind of feel like you're at a creative block the past couple of days. Yes, but I I feel like I had a, I, I had a breakthrough tonight. Tonight? When? When I was putting Rye down. What were you doing in there? I was just thinking about my my content that I'm about to start producing. What about our content? Our content will always be there. Oh, nice. What do you mean about our content? Well, I feel like I need to start producing then. (laughs) You do. It's your Instagram. Oh, my itches really hurt. What's going on? So I have stretch marks, right? On my like lower half Mm -hmm. of my belly. And I never had stretch marks the first time, but I also... You got a few on your... Okay, yeah. I could never see them. So yeah, I didn't have any stretch marks on my belly. Mm-hmm. So this is like new to me, which the stretch marks were fine. But now I have, it's like super itchy. And I thought, well, you looked at it for me and it did. And then I looked too, like it mm-hmm. did look like I got like a bite. So yeah. I was like, oh, I probably just got a bug bite. Like it's just a coincidence that it's on my stretch marks. And then over the past few days, it's gotten like very itchy. So I looked it up. And it's like a thing. It's like a rash that happens, I guess, when your skin stretches too mm. much. But it can actually like spread to other parts of your body. So they say that you should like let your doctor, or your midwife know. Nice. Okay. I know, so it's very itchy. And it's been itchy for a minute. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Also, I realize like I'm itching my belly. If you guys are watching, and it like probably oh, looks yeah, like yeah. I'm itching. Yeah, and then you're belly. hurting your daughter. She's good. Okay. Yeah, she's oh. super strong in there. Uh, besides that. 
Besides the itching. Still pregnant, still... I'm still chugging along. Still chugging along. I'm definitely in nesting mode. The whole house is in, like, an orchestrated mess right now because... It's getting more orchestrated by the day, though. Yeah, but there's just stuff everywhere, and she's whipping stuff back out, and... I forgot what a dog on snuggle me and uh, what's that baby Bjorn? Oh, the what's the baby little Bjorn, the bouncer? Bouncer, I forgot all about that. Dude, I, I took the thing off and washed it. Did you even? We didn't even know we could do that, did we? No. Well, Rye wasn't in it a lot. Yeah, the bouncer. Yeah, uh, she was in it more than the electronic one. Where is electronic one? That's still in storage. Are we gonna try that too? I mean, I was thinking we could just start with the bouncer and the snuggle me. Well, the snuggle me, of course. I know those are two different things, but. I don't know. What do you think? We, I, I mean, because this baby it. could love it. I know. Rye didn't like anything electronic when it came to her bassinet and the uh, motion, the, the motion swing. thing, the, the swing. swing. Yeah, she didn't like that either. We have the like Mamaru, like whatever, yeah. any, any electric swing, it would all be the same. But yeah, she didn't like it. So I think we should try it with baby girl. I guess we can because I see like moms all the time putting their baby their newborn like in the swing and then they like nap and then they do stuff yeah but rye was just content like she would nap like in her snuggle me and we would like mm-hmm. carry her around set her on the table you know yeah. i don't know we'll see we shall see should we get to this draft me singing is like a segue to the draft that was good we're doing something fun today wait i have to ask one more thing me no i need to ask them okay go for it it's pertaining to like i just thought of it because my nose okay does anyone else has anyone else had a it's like a dry spot on the inner of your nostril Mm -hmm. but it's like i have had this for literally three months it went away for like maybe a week and it came back it feels like cracked slash really dry and i just need to know if anyone has had this in what you do to help it okay that's all thank you so much carry on yeah. Okay. So uh, we are doing a draft today. We are doing our favorite top worship songs. I feel like this is going to be kind of silly, not silly, but can we just preface and say like, I'm all of my songs, I feel like are going to be much more mainstream than yours, like modern mainstream today. Not technically. No, because I'm, I'm I going. Well, I'm just saying like, I didn't grow up christian so like i feel like i don't have any of like the staple like i have like newer songs i will new. say i didn't go throwback on oh mine. you didn't no i didn't oh, okay then. i went kind of for songs that have been speaking to me for the past like five years oh okay so then we might have more of a similar vibe we should then. we yeah we probably do have the same love we might okay. have the same songs. i don't know i feel like we don't have one song the same we will see okay. we'll see um if you guys don't know any of these songs, then I highly advise you go search them. But these are some songs that we love. I can't wait to hear your list. And I if know, you do too. know these songs, then you can chime in on the voting. I'm Honestly, if you don't know the songs, go listen to them and then be like, yeah, Josh's playlist. These are playlists. Yeah, yeah, maybe, these- maybe I can make... Maybe I'll make a uh, Spotify playlist for, okay. you, for you guys okay. and I can link it. And then you can just easily listen to like both the songs yep. that we chose and then you can choose. Let's go rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I knew you was going scissors. I knew you was going scissors. Okay, of course I win on the draft that like I don't necessarily, you know what's funny? I don't feel like passionate about this that I need to like win because I just love so many worship songs. It was hard for me to even only pick five. Yeah. So like I don't feel like competition vibes with this. Oh, I do. You're still going to lose. I, I I got some, I got to win. Okay. Also, <laughs> you guys, if my hair was looking crazy, Ryla has been pulling my hair all day and I just left it. So just, all right. Number one for me 
You think you know what it is? Yeah. I don't Can actually... I guess? Sure. Good grace. No. Really? Number one is Million Little Miracles. Because why? Because that is the song that Ryella uh, made her interest to the world. Yes. With. Wow. I ha- that has to be my number one. I actually do. I do love that song. You got to say, who is it by? Uh, Elevation Chandler Moore, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, Joel Barnes. Oh, well. It's Elevation and Maverick City. Maverick City. Elevation and Maverick City. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chandler Moore is Maverick City. Yeah, that's, that's why. That's kind of what I gathered. Keep going. Um, no, it's your turn. Oh, I thought you were still talking. Oh, no. I was just saying, like, I feel like I had to put that as number one because... That is literally the song that Ryla was born to and it like will forever mean something to me. This song, I'm going, like I said, these are the past like five years or whatever. This song is kind of old, but they came out with a different version of it. It's my number one is Here As In Heaven by Elevation, but it's the Elevation Collective and Tasha Cobbs has a version. Mm. And that got some different type of oil Can on I it. hear um, a snippet? Could you sing for me? Um, no. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm, no, I'm serious, because I know the song, but um, I can't think of it. Spirit of God, fall <gasps> fresh on. Yeah, that one. Um, <laughs> me song. and my boy Byron would listen to that song 6 a.m. in the morning before we go hoop. Like, while we're warming up, that that's, song would be, like, there's good. something about that that is just, it, so that's my number one. There's nothing like working out to worship music. I 100%. love it. Easy. Like, treadmill. Ah, I just touched my lip gloss to this mic. Nice. Okay. What's your number two? My number two is Good Grace. Yeah. Good Grace, Hillsong. You gotta say who it's by, baby. So oh, sorry, sorry. I forgot. Why well, I'm making them a playlist. Just tell them who it's by. It's by, it's by, <laughs> it's by Hillsong. Um, my number two... I'm going Most Beautiful by Maverick City. Ooh, I almost put that on That's mine. a really good... That's like old Maverick City. That's that was... I didn't know about Maverick City when this song was out, when it came out initially. You didn't know about them? Mm-mm. Well, that was like... It, it came out in like 2020, right? Like with, I think it came the, out before that. Oh, did it? Actually, I don't know. I just remember that uh, album being like... I. That was my like number one Spotify album, whatever, yeah. in 2020, I think. It's probably what they're known for, too. Yeah. Or what they got their... Big thing off of, but it's a good song. Great go song. For it. What's number three? My number three is More Than Able Elevation. Nice. New. Nice. Nice. It's a nice, new song. Nice, nice. What's funny is literally, okay, so we were watching Elevation like one Sunday. It was just kind of on in the mm-hmm. background and they played that song and this is before the song came out. And then you were playing it for me. I was like, I know this song. Like, I already know it. And you're like, no, you don't know it. It's new. Yeah. I'm like, what? So literally yeah. just from hearing it once, I guess that's kind of how worship songs are, though, especially when they're like super long. They mm-hmm. just you like learn them quick. But my number three, I'm going to stay throwbacky vibes or no, I'm going to go here. Just like Jesus by One House Worship. Oh, I almost put that on mine, too. That is a real that is a feel good song. If y'all, a lot of people don't know about that song. Look that boy up. A lot of people don't know about it? Not really. One House Worship, it's, yeah, I don't okay. think so. Look that boy up. <laughs> okay, my number four is, oh, I guess this one isn't like, well, I don't know. You'll tell me, but why does this guy? Wow. I don't know who it's originally by. People I like, have made renditions I of like it. the version. It's actually worthy, and why does this guy? That's William McDowell. No, it's, hold on. It's Deeper Worship and Trinity Ander- Anderson. That's the version I like. Who was the album? Who was it by? I just told you. Let me see. <laughs> Where? 
The top. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was saying. It's William McDowell. Oh. That's his situation. Okay. Nice. Anyways, that, we didn't, that was important. I was just saying because I know what version you like. Okay, yeah, that's the version I like. Why Does the Sky is a great song. In the heart's open wide. Wait, no. You lift too high. <laughs> What do you mean? Wait, no, you were singing it right. right. Yeah, was I, good. I, messed up. I like that, baby. Thank you. Uh, number four. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then you're on four. Um, Sorry, I did my number four. I'm going resurrecting old elevation. Wait, sing it. The resurrecting king is resurrecting. That's like I was. Yeah, that I was living in L. A. When that was popping. I don't even know if it was new. That's an old a joint too. You know what I forgot to put on my list? What? Cornerstone. I know how to play that on the keys. That's very old Hill song. <laughs> nice. Okay, my number five is No One. This shouldn't even be my number five by Elevation. Yeah. Because it's Rye's favorite song and it's so cute. Rye, every time this song has came on in this house, Rye just starts. She literally loves it. We haven't listened to it in a while. We haven't. We should. Pre- well, now she's on like the new Elevation and she has a favorite song on there. That's, That's low key true. the same vibe as No One. What's funny by is. I feel like any other song, like, thank God her favorite songs are typically worship songs and not, like, Sesame Street or something, because I feel like I would go crazy, but... Yeah. And you would think that I wouldn't like that song anymore. The amount of times that we have listened to that song... Yeah. Like, repeat on in the car every morning, but I still like it. I'm only going to go for number five because this song is just like heavy on my heart right now. And it just came out like a few days ago, but it's been so good. Uh, Tiffany Hammer. She's with Elevation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That song is crazy. I need Her to... voice is, is fire, too. Yeah, she's incredible. I'm about to go get in the bath and listen to all these songs. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Oh, do you want to get in the bath with me? Oh, that's even nicer. <laughs> All right, y'all, we are in, you guys are in, I am in for a treat today. We um we have another special guest. This is our second guest ever on the For Us podcast, and um, this is my brother. It's one of my really good friends. He's a legend. Y'all going to get to know him if you don't know him. It's my boy, Kalen. Kalen Edwards. What's <laughs> up, Sasha? What? Is that still a scene? We still do that? It's not not on not these people the the the, the for us uh family they're a totally different breed. Oh, they did. They totally okay, different breed. What you do say? Do we like them more? Um, we like them more or no? It's not. We like them more. You gonna get me in trouble? <laughs> it's not like we don't like them more. Um, but these are like the people who've been riding with us from the jump. Um, and we we rock with them heavy. So I, I am starting to learn. We have. We have this TikTok audience now. We have the Instagram audience now. And we have YouTube. But now YouTube is split up between the vlogs. Actually, YouTube is split up three ways. The vlogs, the shorts, and the, um, the podcast. So we learn in each audience. But right now for but you us love audience, them all equally, right? Yeah. That shorts audience is I don't know how ruthless. I feel about that, being a, part of the, uh, being a part of the podcast audience. I don't know. If if I want to split my love amongst everybody else, <laughs> um, what you been up to? What's what's because I I mean I know, but and a lot of people actually back up. Let's back up. Let's not talk recent. 
if if you can give somebody like a, a um a sentence or two on who Kalen is, what would that sentence be? I would have to qualify the question. I would say, which one? You want <laughs> the Kalen that first started YouTube? Yeah. You want the Kalen that was vlogging? Yeah. Do you want the 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 pre or post quarter life crisis Kalen? Because you know they different. Yeah, they different. Yeah, and you know the way that you can really tell which Kalen I am is what I'm wearing. So you're getting a a more put together post quarter life crisis. I survived the apocalypse. I survived. Wow, being a YouTuber. Wow, Kalen. Uh, so you know this is why I love Josh so much, y'all. Josh helped me pick up the pieces of really I think my identity over the past year. Um, even questions like this: Who is Kalen? That's a good one because that's something I'm still uncovering. Something Same. I'm still figuring Same. out. And it's been hard, I'll be honest. And and Josh can attest to this. When you are sharing so much of your life um, on social media, because a lot of people know me as Kaylin, the dad to Carter and Kaiser and the husband of Kyra. And that's really all I started seeing myself as. So I really lost myself in those titles, in those things. And this past year and a half, I've been really discovering, uncovering who Kaylin is. And I've been doing that through trying crazy things from flying planes to getting my real estate license and selling houses <laughs> to going back to school to community college, like ground one. Yeah. And through doing all those things, it's kind of led me to where I am now, which is I hated YouTube for a second. I said I was going to retire. I went back and forth. Now I feel like I'm doing something on YouTube that really I'm in my element. Yeah. I saw somebody comment the other day yeah. when I was recording and they said, Kaylin, you really feel like it looked like you're you're doing your thing. Like you feel, it looks like this is something that you enjoy. And I'm like, yeah, you I think I it. finally found my thing again. Yeah, so it just feels good. Yeah, I'm a I'm a backtrack really quick. I'm gonna just dive straight into this because something you said is literally what I'm going through right now. Y'all, I know we say this podcast is for you and for us. Today, this podcast is for me. I got a treat. So I I got some personal things to ask Kaylin, but y'all just gonna be here. Y'all just Y'all just be there. Anyways, you mentioned something. Um, you said that you were known as Carter and Kaiser's dad and Kyra's husband when it came to like the content and social media. Literally, I kid you not, the last episode of our podcast, the, the most pre uh, recent one I shared with Savannah and and you know our audience is what I am starting to feel no i've already felt it i've like it's it's the every time i hop on live or every time i hop on just instagram or do anything it's the where's savannah's comments or where's Riella or why isn't savannah in your content anymore like stuff like that and i've it's and the thing is yeah josh and sav is that's what started this entire thing i know it but right now um before my wife I was doing YouTube. I was doing the Vine. I was doing like a, you know, stuff that was just me or whatever. Right. And um, eventually, you know, I wanted to do the couples thing with my wife. And, you know, now we built it to what it is now. Um, but now I'm just like, I'm trying to tap back into that. And I don't want to go what you just like, what you were just talking about and what you experienced or whatever mm-hmm. of the, you know, I'm just Savannah's uh, husband when it comes to social media and I'm just Rye's dad. 
when it comes to social media, how, how can I try to beat that from the, you know, from the jump? Mm. Cause right now I feel like I'm definitely, I'm in it. If I, if I can be brutally honest, like I feel like, cause every time I do something, it's, well, this isn't your content. Like you, how, do, mm. how, how am I supposed to go about that for lack of better yeah. words? I mean, and you're you're an, an analytical mind. I know that uh, we have our conversations where we can reverse engineer stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that you know, being as strategic as we are, sometimes we can engineer ourselves into corners that kind of limit us, kind of box ourselves into things that only show a part of our personality or a part of our expertise. Um, but I think in situations like this, it's really good to have relationships, brotherhoods like we have. Because how you see you is different than how I see you. Mm. So how they see you is different than how I see you. Yeah. So I see you obviously as a peer, but I also see you as so much more than just Savannah's husband. And partly that's because I understand all the producing that you do live. Like they don't even know we're doing this off the cuff. All the things that you're, you're editing, all the planning that you're doing, all the, the business strategy that you're doing, the, the, the being the husband, but right. being the husband that's off of the vlog, that has to show up, that has to be stable, that is changing diapers in the middle of the night, that's leading his family. I see all that. And, you know, some of the things, if you showed more, maybe they would see see you as more than okay. that. Okay, okay, yeah. But some of the stuff ain't, ain't even just for them. But that's what true. I've noticed lately... Um, from an outsider looking into you is I feel like I've seen you becoming too. And we are, we're in this weird conundrum as dads on social media, because we know we have mostly female audiences and people, they like to look at, I guess, a reflection of them. So it's not like they're coming for us. Mm-hmm. They're coming for the lifestyle that is interesting to them as, as women. Right. Um, and mostly like they're coming for our wives. Like, is it really our fault that we married dope women? <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> like I, I love, I love that they're prospering and they're successful. Yep. But like you said, we we can lose ourselves in it. So I think, as somebody who's been unsuccessful in it, and I guess is unsuccessful in it, if I could do anything different, I would just always make sure that I had my own thing going on. And I, I have my brother. He 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 gave me this advice, and I've also seen it from my wife Kyra. She's always had her own personal channel throughout all the couples and family things that we did. Yeah. Now I had mine as well, but it wasn't something that I was doing out of passion. Like it wasn't a passion project. It was more me being opportunistic, uh, seeing a a hole in the market and then capitalizing on that by offering a product to these people's needs. But in so doing, I was just always working on things that I wasn't passionate about. Mm. Um, But directly beside me, I saw Kyra only doing things that she was passionate about. Wow. But similar to you, we are the, the, the engine behind all the stuff. Like we, yeah, it doesn't seem like we're main characters because we're not, but we are the ones that are, I don't want to say doing all the work, but these things are our brain children, except we don't get any of the credit and we don't want it. No, we don't want it. Nope. So we, what I'm trying to say is we, we don't have a lot of time to be doing too much. Like, it's not like you could just start your whole new channel and then you're going to be uploading and doing all that. Like, you already got so much on your plate. Bro. But 
unfortunately that is like the way out <laughs> like you have to have your own thing and i'll just wrap it up really quick what i do see in you lately is through you expressing yourself on instagram through your fashion and even in your editing style i see aspects of your personality coming out and i know other people recognize that as well so i just wanted to build you up and affirm you and say hey bro we see you but we want to honor you and what you're doing right now for your family and just know that we're not forgetting all of who Josh is. We know that you're not one dimensional. We know that this is not all you can do. We've seen you do other things before and we know that you have other things coming, but everything is a season. So I would just say, enjoy it, bro. Run it up. Yeah. Run it up and be excellent in this because in your next season, this is what you're going to be able to look back at and say, Hey, look what I did. Not look who I am, but look what I did. Yeah. And now I'm doing this. Wow. I received that, bro. Um, I received that heavy. That's just, it's been weighing on me. It's been, it's been that and then this new season of being uh, a dad to like a full-on toddler. Um, that mm. right there has been, it's, if I can be transparent, it's been, it's been different. And then on top of that, y- y- y'all know like all the other things that we got going and with our businesses and I'm doing part-time ministry now. Like um, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So that's what's that's been been weighing on me. But that was really encouraging to hear, though, because um, I definitely get get down on myself about that. Kaylin, let's back up really quick. They don't even know how we even know each other. I just die. I, I, I told y'all this episode's for me, but I, I am thinking about y'all, too. Um, we've been we've been friends has it, is it like three years now? Four years? Three years? I think I think it's like three, bro. How do we even know each other? I, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, I'll say this: before knowing Kaylin personally, um, y'all know this. They, uh, Kaylin and his wife Kyra, we watched them. They were on our list of when we 2017 when we first started. Uh, YouTube, Savannah and I, Kayla knows this. Like for me, I would study, studying the other couples, other family channels that are in, um, you know, our niche and things like that. Um, And then there weren't any really mixed couples like that either. Kyra was the closest thing to something that was mixed. (laughs) And I was just like, okay, let's baby, let's see, let's see, let's see what they're doing or whatever. So we used to watch y'all, De'Aaron Ken, Chris and Queen, Y'all know mm-hmm. that that whole spiel of YouTube in 2017, and um, they were the only ones that we actually had something in common. They were believers. They uh, had the same morals as us. They truly believed in God. They didn't just say that they were just Christians for views and stuff like that, that whole thing. And um, that was just that. And then, like, a few years later, how did the heck I saw, I think I, I saw you you interacted with something on Instagram of mine or something like that. And mm. I was like, that's my boy. I don't even know him like that. That's my boy. <laughs> that is my boy, Kalen. And then I don't know what happened after that. Do you have any intel? I don't really even remember. I, I okay. So, man, it feels like I'm explaining my first date. <laughs> How we um, met. You know, I think that it was over the pandemic bro it definitely was over the pandemic um similar to you and this is why i feel like like recognizes like i don't want to be uh prideful but i I guess i will be real recognize real go for it um i was spending 10 to 12 hours a day on youtube um in our heyday just studying 
and just seeing what was out there. So at, at one point in time, um, for years, I knew everything that was going on the platform. I know that sounds crazy, but I did. I was spending so much time on there. Yeah. So I had seen y'all. I saw what y'all were doing. We were a little. We were little, y'all. Little creators. Like they I already had tabs. the numbers. And I remember back in 2016, I tweeted something, and it's actually pinned on my profile. Uh, it's be careful who you look down on because they may one day pull you up. And it's this beware of the underdog type mindset where, again, people who have a certain perception of their self based off of where they are, not really seeing where they can be sometimes. Yeah. And for me, I really feel like God has given me this gift of uh, not only like discernment, but I'm a visionary. And one of the things that I do is like I build people, but I also see the, the potential in people. So on YouTube, my unfair advantage is being able to see creators who may not have popped yet, but I really feel like they're going to. Basically, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to brag and let y'all know. If you ever want to know what songs are going to be hits, I know the artists. <laughs> I'm just playing, y'all. I don't, I don't listen to music like that. But I really feel like I have that intuition with creators. Yes, sir. And what I had noticed about y'all is I'm like, there's no way based off of all the competition that's out there, there's no way that this guy specifically, again, I'm, I'm just looking at you, that this guy, because I knew that you were you know, doing the, the videos and the editing and stuff. There's no way he is this good without putting in hours and hours of studying. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Without putting in hours and hours of work. And actually, I took it further. There's no way he's this good at editing and producing unless he comes from this background. Mm. He, he got to be filming. He's got to be an actor. He's got to be something because it's like it's not fair. It's like a giant among small people. <laughs> Chill. Like, it, it was, I'm not trying to even hype you. It's just like, I noticed that. So I was like, okay, let me just peep it. And then we pivoted the type of content that we were doing. So naturally I stopped looking at a uh, certain genre yep. and certain couples. And I was just in family mode. We had just had a kid. So I was just honestly trying to keep my marriage together, trying <laughs> to keep my family together. Bro. Like, you, you, bro, you know what I mean? So I fell off, but it was over the pandemic. I regained all this time trapped in this apartment. And y'all popped up again. But it was a different version of y'all. <laughs> it was... This is it. A, a version that... It's like the... It, I can't help but describe it, but like a light. Like an internal light that was like beaming. Um, the Bible talks about Christians being these cities on a hill. Come on. And out of everybody that I had seen, and y'all, I studied them. Like, when you want to talk about competitive analysis, I knew how many subscribers people was getting per day, how many views they average on 24 hours in one week. I knew all, every, out of all these data points, here this couple coming in. And I said to myself, something changed. Something changed about them. Because I didn't know if y'all were believers at first. Because we was all just doing silly talk stuff. Talk about it, Kaylin. Please talk about Finally, it. Essentially what he's saying, I, he... He left us in 2018 because we were all doing the same type of content. He grew up. He grew up. He became a man, and he would say, we ain't doing this cheating prank, breakup prank, all the ch- challenge. They grew up. 
we stayed there because like we said we were only we only had like maybe ten thousand or we, we eventually popped and you know got went off with our brand, uh tiktoks and stuff like uh, tiktoks with our uh pranks and stuff like that and then we made a shift we got married actually no we got engaged i think and we were like this ain't it at all and this is where the story picks up where you you found us again because that's funny you said that we made a strategic switch we we're like nah this is it but uh, yeah they grew up before us it's <laughs> it's just so crazy being able to like I'm I'm talking to the person that I got to see from a distance, right? Like through social media. So like some of y'all, if y'all ever meet uh, Josh or Sav in person, it, it's, it's freaky because it's like, wait, I know everything about you, but you don't know me at all. But I know everything about you and I love you. And also like I saw you change like you were doing that and then this. And that's how it was for me. It was like, wait, something's different about y'all. So I don't know how it happened, but we ended up hopping on a call or a Zoom. Bro. And that's when I knew. And this, I don't do this with everybody but i was like kyra i like them i just like them i just do and you know i'm a flex again for a second josh i'm pretty good at choosing my wife is pretty dope she's pretty dope you know we've been married for a minute now yep, yep. known each other for a minute um the friendships that i have have been around for a long time i've got a lot of people in my life so it was just something in y'all and i would call it the holy spirit I just saw it and it was like drawing me to it. I'm like, oh, I like them. And I could tell by our conversations that um, I felt like I could just trust y'all. Ultimately, Kyra and I talked about this privately. And we've met most of the couples in the YouTube space. Some unfortunately broke up and they're no longer together. Some are married. But I, I promise you, and I'm not just saying this because I'm here. Out of every couple that I think that I met, you have the, the, the Hearst family and Chelsea and Nick that we adore. I'm talking specifically YouTubers, yeah. so I don't offend any of my yeah. friends. Between y- y'all are some of the most trustworthy creators that we knew. And I just knew it. And it led me to do something that I never do. <laughs> we, had, we had did a collab, bro. <laughs> and here we are doing our second one. This let's, is my second collab on YouTube. Hold on. Let's talk about the first collab, y'all. We went backwards. And tried to bring them along <laughs> with us. We did a um, a couple smarter or something like that. I think that video is oh, still smarter up. than the fifth grader or something. Yeah, who's smarter than the fifth grader or whatever? And it was fun. Like it was that mug was lit. Bro. It was fun because of the type of people uh, uh, us four are. Like we we like to have fun or whatever. But it was not. Definitely wasn't on brand for them. <laughs> we were toying <laughs> with it a little bit, like because we were we were doing the dating distant and stuff. We were toying, but. It wasn't on brand for us at all. And um, I remember I remember Caitlin was like, you know, this is a little off brand, but we'll do it. We'll do it. And bro, I was like, you know do what? Do you bro? remember? You probably won't bring it up because you're, you're polite. You're too kind. But do you remember the first time we tried to film it and I didn't like let Kyra know? And I didn't know like, if you wanted to share that or not. Me? I don't know if you, I don't know if Kyra <laughs> wanted her business out there like that. I, I just I just found out about it. But that's just young marriage, bro. It's. You know, immature young husband that is overzealous and too excited. And it's just like, hey, I think I found some really cool people online. Yeah. And committing my wife to something she didn't know about. And then me getting snapped on <laughs> in front of my <laughs> hopeful friends. I'm like, man, I'm just trying to make friends. Kyra, you just trying that, to ruin it. That saying. was that was Kyra's discernment right there. She was like, I don't know them. Like, I don't she didn't say that, y'all, but she was probably like, What what are we doing? And when I we did like, that collab wow. too. When we did that, we really, we really didn't know them, but Kyra and Sav definitely weren't 
um as friends as we all are now or whatever. So um anyways, yes, that's a super long story short. And ever since then, we uh y'all know we eventually moved to Texas. We were considering Austin and it honestly if it wasn't for this man right here, like telling me how dope Dallas was, we probably would have would have done Austin. And who knows, we might would have stayed, or we might would have stayed in Dallas. Let's not talk about it. I cry every single time. Um, but yeah, Josh broke my heart, y'all. You ain't gonna just you. You can't just go over that, man. Man, Josh we, broke my heart. I felt like because I I had one true girlfriend before Kyra, so I know what heartbreak feels like. <laughs> but I had never experienced it. In a friendship before, bro. But when Josh got his call into ministry and, you know, he was being obedient to God, I'm praying. And I got mad. I said, God, what are you doing? How could you do this? <laughs> like, I see you blessing them, but you hurting me. I just yeah. need a hooping, buddy. I'm just trying to hoop. Bro, we and... were hooping every week. <laughs> I don't, every time I talk about it, I just almost shed a tear. Hooping every week. Y'all would come to the crib. The boy, we would see the boys. The uh, boys had a crush on Sav. It was just like, it was yes. like, Oh, my gosh. They was, was working bowling. on bowling. <laughs> we was hanging out with the sis-in-law. Like, it was it was turning into something so good. And we are. We the are. Y'all, we're still great friends right now, too. But it's just like, we told y'all this on the, on the couple episodes ago. It's different when you have friends that are in the same season, but you're in proximity with. You're close with. Like, you can... Mm-hmm come pull up to their crib and you know eat pizza and watch the, right. the jake paul fight and stuff like you know like it's, it's different it's way different I think that's what hurts me the most bro yeah. like i feel like we almost got to a place where because we were struggling like do we even want to live in dallas same, as well same and when y'all got here again going off of the the cloud nine that i was in like hey i think they're actually pretty cool from the internet version that i know i remember flying to la when y'all still lived there oh, we ate breakfast when it was 110 degrees outside <laughs> covid and it then was COVID. Finally, yeah 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 <laughs> we meet up in in dallas and i'm like wait now that i know them in person i would stay here for them right like because of what could be you know i talk about being a visionary but i'm also like I, i'm very hopeful like, I'm very optimistic, and I'm like, I would stay here for them. Because at that time, I, I just didn't have no bros where I can go. I still don't, bro. I still don't. But I think that my sadness is trumped by my excitement for where y'all are now um, with the, the two baby girls and, and moving to where y'all are moving. <sighs> Hawaii <laughs> or Alaska or England. We don't know where y'all going to go, bro. I, think, I still think y'all can go out of the country. If if you're talking to if you have Savannah in the picture, literally anywhere is possible. And the thing is, if we are moving to Hawaii, Kyra and Savannah's gonna be hitting up Kyra saying, "Come be here, come be here for uh, with us for like two months or so." Like I, bro, I already the way know that girl trying to move there, bro. Um, but yeah, man, that um, and it sucks because I have I have some some pretty some pretty um good guy friends and pretty good like i i have a few friends that are like those are my dogs and you know one of them um mm-hmm. uh that that's my dude but no one is in proximity to me like no one mm. lives here and we shared this um the season that savannah and i are in right now with um us longing for that kind of community and the thing what we were hinting at y'all was 
this right here. Um, for me personally, I was hinting at having a Kalen or um, y'all know Byron. He's been on uh, uh, y'all know Byron. He's been on the channel before, but having them here or me there or whatever, um, it's different when it when it's not. Yeah, we can get on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can have our calls every Friday like we did. Like, it's, <laughs> it's different. It's different with that. But, um, you know, doing life with someone, that's something that we're, like, truly longing for. And we have friends. I don't know we keep saying this disclaimer, y'all. We have people that we hang out with and see and stuff. But it's it's different. It's, it's totally different when you um, have that. My question is to you, Kay, like, because right now I, I'm having the problem of comparing everyone to y'all and a few other people when I'm looking for a certain, <laughs> no, like when I'm just looking for a certain type of people, how, mm-hmm. and maybe you're still doing this, how are you able to navigate, you know, finding friends that are in, you know, the season that, that you're in right now or like understand mm-hmm. what you do? Because th- right now, let me just share me. Right now I'm in the season of I don't, I don't want no new friends, but if I need, but, but like I, I want community, but like I don't want nobody who really truly don't understand what we do as as a couple, mm-hmm. um, who really doesn't understand. Um, I guess honestly, like the ministry side to my life and understand that lifestyle, um, and then like people who don't understand having kids and you know and, right. and, and, and like this and marriage and things like that. That's just me straight up. Call me rude. Call me whatever. But I don't want anything different than that. Yeah. Whatever that is for you, how did y'all or you navigate that with searching for friends or, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, um, again, unsuccessfully, you know, you admit you had asked me, hey, Caitlin, how'd you not lose yourself? And I say unsuccessfully, this is what happened. And this is what I think I should have done. And in the same way, I think unsuccessfully um i'm gonna turn something that could be perceived as a, as a negative to a positive okay. i think that sometimes we could get down on ourselves for you know not having as thriving or as robust or as uh plentiful of community as we might desire but on the flip side i think that we know exactly the type of people that we're looking for and unfortunately for us I know you didn't set out to be in social media for fame or for money or anything, but there are people out there that are like that. And fortunately or unfortunately, we live in a generation where we have some of the most coveted jobs on the planet. So there are truly people that might come in my very irrelevant, peaked on social media type life and think that I have something to offer them. And they might want to just be adjacent to Kaylin because they think they can get somewhere on social media right. or they think that I, they can use me to get to y'all. So in a weird way, like I have to protect myself, but I also have to protect my friends mm. and I have to discern are people coming in my life for the right reasons. Right. Or when I enter into someone's life and I let them know the real answer, like, Hey, they asked me, what do you do? And I don't tell them marketing bro, or media. And I tell them we got a YouTube channel. I, I have to discern how are they going to react to that? Yep. And this is why, again, y'all were, were, were it just kind of took me by surprise. It's like, not only do y'all do the same thing, but I didn't have to perceive y'all as competition. Nope. I, I felt like I could talk to Josh. I can share industry secrets with him. I can bounce things off of his head. And if he took it and ran with it and it worked, I can be happy yeah. and vice versa. 
And it's never been like that with anybody else that I've met in social. Because a lot of people, they might uh, understand what we do, but they may not want to talk about it for a long time. Mm -hmm. Or some people want to talk about it for way too long and they just workaholics and they don't understand the ministry component. So what we're doing is we have all these intersections, all these criteria of, okay, we want people that are our believers that we can, uh, maybe our wives can talk and our kids can be around and they probably like these type of TV shows and they like to travel to these type of places mm-hmm. and they go to uh, this type of church and they understand social, yeah. but they also, we click, they have a, a sense right. of humor and uh, the cu- we don't even want to talk about them as a couple, they as get a- along because I don't want Bro. y'all drama spilling into my friend. Bro. So in so many words, <clears throat> it's, it's almost impossible. So that's why when you find people, you cling to them. That's why I almost stole Byron from you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Josh, you ain't going to just leave me empty-handed. You left, I'm going I'm to get your boy Byron this way. <laughs> but the, the, I think the, the way we can really be successful in this is I trust your judgment. Okay. So people that you're in friendship with or that you're adjacent to, I'm like, okay, if they know Josh, then maybe I can tap mm. in with them and boom, mm. boom, boom. So... I've expanded my search not only to where Kaylin has to vet people and and Kaylin has to spend time with them. Now I'm just like, oh, Josh is interacting with them. They're probably cool people. Okay. So Got I it. was really discouraged though, bro, because it's it's so hard, man. Bro, it's so hard because we're not we're not that important. We're not important people. You're very humble. You are, but some people might try and take advantage of that. You just got to protect yourself. So I feel it. I definitely feel that it's bro. It's so tough looking for friends. I know y'all at home have shared uh, in the comments on that. You're in this season of life too, especially of us. We're in our twenties and you know, for me, I see, and I can't lie. You know, sometimes I do see other people and they have their, their group of guys or their, their group of couple friends and they're doing this and that and this and, our really, you know, people that we super heavy rock with don't live here. And like, we don't, Mm -hmm. they have kids and it's not easy just to pick up and just like go travel and let's like go do stuff or like life happens. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not that easy, but, um, I do know that, you know, there's just seasons, there's certain seasons. Um, God graces us for each season. And I I know that down the line, something is going to come come of it. it and it doesn't te- technically have to mean that you know i'm going to be living in the same state as the people i want to live with live mm-hmm. in or but um just more peace about it that's what right. that's what i am you know praying for and you know for myself to just have peace with this is what it's just going to be josh don't compare don't do that um mm-hmm. i'm gonna keep it moving i have a question random how do you foster individual individual individuality y'all know it's not a it's not a for us podcast if i don't have a tongue twister individuality (laughs) in your marriage how you and kyra have been together for a while you've been married longer than savannah and i you can speak on marriage wise relationship wise whatever we have a full range of people listening too but like i said this is for me y'all i need to know this um how do you foster that individuality? Because, like, I, from outside looking in, and I know you guys, but it looks like you do it so well. Kyra has her thing. Kaylin has his thing. 
just in life, forget social media, just like life. Like I, I, we see them behind closed doors, like in life, they, Kaylin here, and then we come together. We, we have this empire. We have our legacy. We have our boys. Like, I don't think it's modeled any better anywhere else from the people that I know personally. How do you guys foster that in your marriage? And has it, what, what was it and how did it get to this point? Yeah, I think, uh, and actually thank you for that. Um, because it, it encourages me for one of the things we talked about earlier, which was I, I lost myself. Um, but it was something that I really kind of chose to do. I mentioned that I think one of the purposes that I have, like one of the calls in my life is to uh, help build people, mm. um, to grow with people. So that entails learning as you go, growing as you go, uh, showing people what I'm doing as I'm doing it. Not when I get good, but when I'm doing it. And when, when Kyra and I first got together, we were very young and I was a super prideful, arrogant little teenager who thought he knew it all, knew what school he was going to. He's going to be a lawyer. He's going to be an intellectual property lawyer living in L.A., making this type of money, doing this thing. And Kyra wasn't really like that at all. And um, I really kind of took it upon myself to like, OK, let's prioritize helping Kyra find out what she's into. Mm and what she wants to do. And that kind of naturally grew into like one of the reasons I even got on YouTube back in the day was the community aspect of YouTube. Um, I was into a really, uh, into a niche thing at the time that was embarrassing. And it was gaming. I was into gaming at the time and it was embarrassing to talk about if you didn't get it. But when I went on YouTube, there was a community for me that made me feel like I wasn't the only person into something. Some mm. people in the audience may feel like when they go to your guys' channel or our channel that, man, these people get me. Like, these are my people. Like, we were talking about how hard it is to find our people in friendships. It's even harder when you're just trying to find it in entertainment or Bro. whatever. Yeah. So when you find your community, then you, you love that. So I felt like I benefited so much when I was young. I have to pay it forward. Now I build the community. So I'm helping build my wife and, and help her. And I'm down, now I'm building this community and now I have kids and I'm cultivating their personality and I'm cultivating their gifts and I'm calling out and praying over them and the things that they're good at. And in so doing, I lost what I like to do. And that's where I feel like um, from the outside looking in, it may look like we were great at individuality, but for all intents and purposes, I truly did lose myself. I didn't know what my, what my, Grown up hobbies were going to be. I knew yeah. what I was into when yeah. I was young, but the Bible says when I was a child, I spoke as a child. When I became a man, those, I put those childish things behind me. Behind, yeah. It doesn't say that those childish things disappear Mm-mm. or that you don't desire them. Mm-mm. It just means that as a man, you change. You, you look at where you were and you see where you're going and you can't bring some of that with where you are. So for me, it was a, for lack of better words, Dying to self. Yep. Like, oh my goodness, there are certain things that I just can't do as a 25-year-old man now that I was able to do as a 19-year-old freshly married. Wow. Or as a 21-year-old with a newborn. And that hurt, bro. Because it's like the, the, the things that I associated with me and my personality and my individuality died because of decisions that I made. So it can start making you resent getting married. Man, did I get married too quick? Did I marry the wrong person? Did I have kids too quick? Did I choose the wrong occupation? No. You're just growing, and growing hurts. Growing is scary. It's scary, bro. 
you talk about losing yourself. It's so scary. Cause it's like, God, I trust you, but where am I going? Right. Or, or maybe God is giving you pieces and you're just like, God, okay. I trust that, you know, that I have this gift and this is what I ultimately want to do, but you got me going in this direction and I feel like I should be going over there. But we just got to trust God, bro. Man. And I think that, um, yeah, we don't, we don't know. We don't know where we're going, but we trust God. And I found that he's been faithful. Not in the time that I wanted him to. Yeah. Because I, be, I, be, I said, God, I need some answers like right now. And yeah. God had me waiting like two years. Yeah. But I know that he's always on time. And I think that the individuality, to, to wrap that point up, mm-hmm. <coughs> the individuality to wrap that point up, ironically, <coughs> The idea of marriage is a sacrificial type love, a, a dying of self, where I actually believe that I am more aligned with my purpose, my God-given calling, when I am less just trying to focus on me, 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 trying to self-love myself and do things selfishly for me. And I'm more sacrificial for my wife yep. and my kids and my family Come and my on. friends because that's who God is calling me to be. That's great. Not just this... Uh, living this hedonistic lifestyle where I'm just pleasuring myself and doing what I want to do because what I want to do sometimes selfishly affects my family negatively. Wow. Yep. And that's not what I'm called to. So I'm just, I'm learning, bro. Yeah. I'm trying to balance, trying to balance that realistically, not just trying to uh, do it so I can show it on social media. I think we've talked about this too, where we're kind of incentivized to, Try and go through things really quickly so we can give people yes, the bro the the, the successful version yeah, of ourselves. The, the spark notes. And, and sometimes yeah. God God's timing is is different than our YouTube editorial schedule. <laughs> um and that's inconvenient, but we praise him for it because yeah. his timing is perfect. Man, so. there something you said, um I've always heard uh, you know, the dying to yourself when, you know, uh, in like marriage, you know, like that's, mm-hmm. that's marriage. You need to die to yourself. But you mentioned just uh, like, like when, like when losing yourself or whatever, just dying to your, yourself um, in whatever season that you're in, that you like, that you outgrew or whatever. That's mm-hmm. like, for me, that's huge because it's like, I, sometimes I want to do things that, you know, I, me, I used to do, or, you know, my ways that I kind of had, you know, or habits and things that I had. Um, but, God saying like no you're you're not in that anymore you need to you mm. literally need to die to that to Ooh, to it hurt bro to, to get bro it hurts so much you, he's literally saying you need to die to that so I can give you give you more you know there there the, mm. what you actually want the fulfillment that you actually want and that's so good that you said that because that's, that's where I'm the at. word bro bro that's where I'm at fulfillment. with it that's what I'm at with it especially with the just the sacrificing it's. It's and I don't care what no one says. Having a kid shifts everything <laughs> in your mental. Like as soon as we found out about Rye, I've shared this. As soon as we found out about having Rye, that we're gonna have a daughter, me have a kid, I went into full dad mode and just full, just full protection, like a whole different person. I concur, bro. bro. I remember I was I was standing at the tennis. We was playing paddle ball <laughs> and we were, at, you, you're probably, you already like told us, yep. but I just saw your entire demeanor change. It's different. Like the continents on your face, your body language, your stature. You went from 
young man to dad bod in the good way. <laughs> in the good way, fam. I'm Quickly. not saying you got dad bod. I'm saying. But I was like, whoa, it really was a snap. Bro, I'm saying that to say with that, um, everything has shifted and everything that I do now is serving my daughter's plural which is crazy to say mm. that's also let me just that's a flex when you can put the s <laughs> yeah. at the end of the kids you got kids you got daughters you got girls the girls Come on now uh that just feels cool to say even though she's not even here yet it's just like it feels cool anyways <laughs> um serving the girls uh yeah serving the girls and then serving my wife having that just continually to continually to be my priority god will reward that Faith honors God. God mm-hmm. honors faith. I've always said that. Come on that. now. That, I was waiting on you to that, say that. Bro, that's, it, that's, it always goes back to that. Always goes back to that. And um, you 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 saying that really, really solidified it because uh, that's, that's, that's what I've just been thinking about. It, I'm going to just keep staying the course. I got to just keep staying the course. That's encouraging for y'all too. Keep staying the course. Keep serving. Keep being faithful in everything. Mm-hmm. Not just to your wife, obviously to your wife, but to your kids, to your job. To your church family, to your own family, extended family. That's I'm preaching to myself with that because sometimes, you know, I mean, I only have I have a younger brother and I have an older sister and then my little sisters or whatever. But like keeping that relationship up with your with your family, your immediate and your extended is. It's huge. And I'm only saying it's huge because it's tough. It's tough to do mm-hmm. um, when you have life and stuff going on and things like that. Everyone's in different walks of life and stuff like that. But um, being faithful to that as well. But being faithful in all areas, God rewards that. And um, you'll see the fruit from it. Man, we could talk about so much. Okay, this is my last thing. What do I even want to ask you? I'm about to just ask you something so random. <laughs> have we haven't talked about, let's talk about fatherhood. Okay, we talked about this a few podcasts ago and I want your input. You have two boys, so the perspective could be a little different, and you can share whatever you want to share with how you and Kyra are going to do this. But Savannah and I, we had this discussion again last night or two nights ago on how we were going to navigate when it came to when the girls get older, uh, the friends coming over to the house, and if we're allowing them to sleep over at other friends' house, and then the idea Mm. of when they do have sleepovers here at our house with the girls over. Am I going to be around? Am I going to be present as the dad, mm. um, as just a male figure here? So me growing up, I wasn't allowed to sleep over no one's house. I don't think I've ever slept over anyone's house that wasn't my cousin or anything. Uh, I'm a PK. My dad doesn't care if he if he knows the parents. It doesn't <laughs> matter. You're still not spending the night at their house. I don't know what they do. I don't know anything about... I'm like, Dad, but you do. You're on the same basketball team. Like I, you know them. <laughs> I just want to know what it, what is gonna be your input on the other side with having mm-hmm. two boys, which is how me and my brother grew up, and I know you two with your right. brothers. I'll say this: it, it's so hard because you don't want to be the uncool parent, right? Like you don't want to be the ki- the parent yeah. that uh, makes your kid miss out on things that maybe we got to enjoy. Yep, but. Unfortunately, the fact of the matter is the world is different now. And I'll say sleepovers are a yikes for us. Yikes. Um, and they should have probably been a yikes forever. <laughs> I'm I'm probably one of your more judgmental friends. I'll just kind of speak plainly and y'all y'all gonna have to feel how y'all feel. Sorry, right, you don't but say personally, 
it's kind of a hilarious thing to think about when you think about like what even is a sleepover exactly like why can't i just be at your house all day playing and, and then, then go to sleep at my home. own house go home <laughs> like what what is you doing yeah, man? Like, like why why you want me to sleep over your house unless anyway. we got like a basketball tournament the next day and like the parents out of town but like why was it a thing hey can uh demarion sleep over yeah. the crib tonight <laughs> but i you know i i grew up and i did have sleepovers yeah and they are actually as lit as one might think now oh, i'll also say this uh i don't know if the if for us podcast yeah, y'all go there. I'm gonna go there. Go there. Uh, children listening is about to get rated R. Some of my most sexual experiences happened in second grade at sleepover. Talk about it. Talk about it. it hey, they really did, bro. I mean, you want to talk about the boom boom room that I was introduced to, where y'all was playing with with pallets and y'all was making little castles and playing pretend princess. What was we doing? But what Kevin? we was doing was taking the bar stools, throwing the blankets over them, and it's not a with Princess Peach, it's the boom boom room. Talk about but it. But we bro. in there learning how to dance and grind. So our nasty tales, starting at second grade, was over here being nasty, bro, with no parents checking nope. in. They probably knew, maybe they didn't care. It was different. Yeah. That's why it won't be happening. It's a yikes for me, bro, because that those sexual experiences at such a young age outside the covenant of the marriage that they were supposed to be in outside of the protection of my of my parents and even my friends parents ruined my sexuality hmm. it made me think that porn was okay yep and i was addicted to that and i brought it into my marriage and it was ruining my early marriage it made my sexual life and my early marriage wrong so this is the crazy thing one bad thing even one bad sleepover, one bad experience, travel with me into my adulthood. Think about that. Wow. And, and, and y'all think I'm going to risk it with my kids? Nah. Y'all got the wrong pops. Not a chance. Y'all can come over here, but when y'all come over here, y'all can get catechized just like my kids is. Because look, the devil is out there. The culture is changing. And you might send your kids over to somebody's parents' house that is more sexually progressive than you are. Mm. That's having the sex talk with them yep. way earlier. Yep. And they're not having a sex talk and talking about abstinence. They may be having a sex talk and teaching them how to do it. And they may be practicing on your kids. I can't risk it. Nope. I can't risk it. Plus, we got ring doorbells and stuff like that nowadays. So they can't get away with nothing, <laughs> bro. can't get it's away different. with squat diddly. Bro, yeah, that's exactly where I am. Y'all can come over and hang out at our crib. Y'all can come over and that, that'll be that. Um... But I was telling Savannah, I was like, it, it's one of those things. I got to think about little kids can be little kids. What if I just, I go, I, I went here. I was like, what if, you know, I'm at the crib, sleep over, and then one of the girls tells something to their parents. Um, Riella's dad, he was like in the kitchen and I had to go to the restroom and he showed me where the restroom was like, and, it, and I just needed to get something from the fridge and I'm black I'm pretty sure my no I'm not there can be no room for that there will not be any room for that so I'm thinking about that Um, I'm thinking about just I can't have my daughter going into a home that I don't nah I'm gonna leave it at that I'm gonna leave it at that see it it starts to get us real actually mad like yeah just as a parent now this I think that's the switch that's what change you start really start 
starting to get mad thinking about this stuff. And that's what it hurts my my heart in a different way when mm-hmm. I hear about the mass shootings yep. and things like that. It just it hit different when you wow, when you got kids. And bro, it's a yikes for me. I can't yeah. do it. We gotta protect. And I'm not judging nobody who is. No, yeah, no, no judge at all. Way to, to be to be to do it. Yeah. But I just I, I haven't yet. I haven't. Yeah. Only thing I'm saying we we gotta protect our kids. It's it's and it's we're not sheltering them. It's not taking the fun away from them. I think I saw a few comments about that the last time I mentioned this. It's not that. It's we are the we are the especially at this age, we are their advocates right now. We are their biggest advocates with anything. And the way that we are training up our daughter, don't got nothing to do with you either. I need to get off this mm-hmm. podcast with Kaylin because he makes me just want to just start talking. Yeah, we, we our temperatures start going up. But, bro, I, like, I'm not talking to y'all personally. This is just <laughs> hypothetically. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you're, a father, you're a father of girls, right? Yep. I'm a, I'm a father of boys. As a father of boys, I just want y'all to know where my mindset is. Especially, I mean, honestly, kind of talking directly to Josh. Yeah. I can't raise no bare minimum scrub boys talk about it that don't have no self-control because i allowed them to get perverted at a young age so now they end up marrying one of y'all daughters and is taking advantage of them objectifying them abusing them Kaylin. no 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 it's, it's it's way more serious because i'm trying to have generational blessings in my family line i'm trying to Raise up dudes that are going to be great leaders of their family. I can't risk it happening and getting ruined, even at a sleepover. So, no, I'm not trying to just take nothing from them. I'm just trying to say it's bigger than just fun. Because what ain't fun is being addicted to porn for 15 years of your life. Talk about it. And And to this day. Still having to deal with that lust. Oh, we don't want to talk about that. Oh, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian YouTuber, Josh. Nah, um, I can't no, lust. No. I can't lust anymore. Nope. You can talk about I that. I can't. I got to be perfect. I don't want to. I don't want to cause anybody to stumble. No, this is the truth. That's real. The truth is what happened to me, and what I did, because it was, I'm I'm a victim, but I also wanted it in a weird way. In second grade, still to this day, I deal with. And thank God for the Holy Spirit and the, and the fruits of the Spirit, one of which being self-control, that helps me in that. But I'm not perfect. So what I'm saying is if I can keep my sons from things happening that I can't control, that's out of my supervision, then I'm going to do the best thing that I can. And it's going to be to protect them. And if it's keeping them from what they might perceive as fun, because sin is always fun oh, yeah. when you're doing it's- it. But it always costs more than you want it to. Talk about it. Yep. And then it puts you in bondage. And you know, some 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 handcuffs are invisible. So I, I just keep going, bro. I, I just had to mention that part. Because, again, you being my friend and you having daughters, I just want you to know and every other man out there that there are dads out there that have sons that are trying to raise them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord, that are catechizing them, that are showing them how to lead, that are showing them how to have self-control, that are showing them how to be consistent, how to be disciplined. For y'all future daughters. Because that's what they deserve. Nothing less. Not the bare minimum. And, and it's that serious here in the Edwards household. And I know it's serious over there for y'all. Oh, man. So, no. Yeah. It's a yikes for me. Yikes for... It's a... I'm still in that one. It's a yikes for me. Taking that one. That's a... That's <laughs> I a, got it from Randy. Uh, <laughs> American Idol, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yikes for me. 
I'm thinking they that be one. singing. He say, "Yeah, that's a yikes for me." Uh, <laughs> bro, yeah, I, I'm I'm right there with you. It, it is that serious, and it should be that serious in in every household. Um, okay, this was fun. I don't. I, I I there's so much, and this ain't even my podcast. This is my podcast with my wife, y'all. Like, and I just we gotta. We I think the next time, cause I. <laughs> That would probably be like a three-hour podcast if all four of us was on this bad boy. <laughs> if we had Kyra, oh. Sav, and us two, just all this, because I just know we could talk about so, so much. I'm thinking about it. I ain't going to do it. I'm just thinking about it. I ain't going to do it. Um, hey, hey. But, uh, it's, it's nothing, bro, because I'm comfy over here. Boy, chill. We didn't, I'm just, I'm trying to keep it as short as possible because there's, you know, this, <laughs> this started off with Sav and I, and now I'm just throwing this in there, but. Um, we're gonna end we're gonna end this episode right here. I really appreciate you, bro, hopping on, hanging out um with us, with the with the for us fam. We tr- I truly, truly appreciate you, bro. You inspire me. I tell you this all the time. You encourage me. Um, how you lead your home, how you are a father, how you um are a husband to your wife. Um, it doesn't go unnoticed. I notice it. And right now, like in the words of Kaylin. You are in your Duffy right now, okay? You are in your <laughs> Duffy right now with what you are doing. And I just want you to stay encouraged in that and don't second guess it. Like, this is, you're in it. You're in it. I know you like, you we, we taking baby steps and you figuring this out as you go, which we all do. And the most humble dude I know, you keep, Kalen, he got this, y'all. He know what he's doing and he's in his, he's in his bag right now. He's in his bag. So, um, yeah, I appreciate you, man. I love you, dog. This 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 meant a lot that you said yes to to doing this. I told y'all season two we wasn't ending week. This is this is we only got a couple more episodes and we done. But y'all gotta let us know who y'all want next in uh season three, uh, guest wise. But I appreciate you, man. Do you have anything that you want to say? Usually I ask Savannah, it's like you got any last minute things? And she says no. I just want to say thank you, bro. I, I love you as well. Um, I love your family. I pray for y'all almost daily. Um, thank you for encouraging me. I received that. Um, and I'm just excited for y'all. I, I see where y'all are going. I see where the audience is, is taking y'all. I see the community that y'all are building. And I, I really do. I pray for y'all. I probably that the Lord blesses y'all, that he keeps y'all, that his face shines on y'all, Come on. That, his, that he lifts his countenance to you, and that he is gracious to you. I prayed over my sons yeah. when they walk out of the door, yeah. and I prayed over my friends wow. you know, and their businesses and what they do. So I, I really, I love y'all. I love the Forest Podcast. I am a part of the community, so I know how cool it really is as being somebody <laughs> that's in it. So thank y'all for chopping it up with us. Hopefully it wasn't too messy. Hopefully we didn't get too graphic, but it really is that real. It is. And Josh and Sal really are that real. And my guy. They really can go there. So my guy. they the real deal. I appreciate, appreciate you, bro. Y'all. Love y'all. And we will uh, see y'all in the next episode.